obviously Calgary is an absolute pro-business city and it's supporting of growing businesses as, as much as it can. But if you look outside of that, I like the development and the ever-evolving culinary, art, music and theater scene that is grew quite substantially, I think, in the time I've, I did spend here. It's, it's a good place and I think it's heading in, in the right direction. Welcome to the Joe Momo Presents podcast. This is the Calgary Leader Series. Let's start the show. I'm really excited to have my next guest on the podcast. He's the president and CEO at Bother Inc. Welcome to the podcast, Peter Hennig. Hey, Joe. Nice. Nice. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I think this is going to be a fun conversation. Uh, but before we jump into it, perhaps you could give the listeners a little bit about uh, who you are and what, and what you do. Yeah, thanks again for having me, Joe. Um, as you said, I'm the president and CEO of uh, Both Are Inc. We are a utility tunneling contractor here in, in Calgary, operating uh, all around the world, actually. Awesome. And I did some LinkedIn research before our interview. I saw that you've uh, you've been in the industry for a long time and you were actually COO at one point for Bother, but uh, perhaps you could give us a little bit of background of how you got to where you are today. Yeah, it's been a 26 years journey in, in this particular industry and I, I dearly like it. I started my career as an apprentice for a German market leader for manufacturing of uh, tunneling equipment. Um, after three years of that, I had the opportunity to work as a technician in the field and and learn the lines uh, on, on various projects. I then had the opportunity to take a scholarship provided by that same company and uh, went back to school doing my mechanical engineer moved then into project management, got some opportunities to run some subsidiaries for them in overseas in, in Russia and in Latin America, so traveled the world quite a bit, and then moved over to the contracting side at, at some point, and in 2016 immigrated to Canada on the back of an, of an offer to, to take over the management of a uh, for a local startup uh, company in the tunneling industry. We were four employees at the time. Um, we amalgamated with both our group um, out of Australia and in 2018. And today we're about 150 employees and counting here in, here in Canada. Oh, wow, that's an impressive journey. Perhaps uh, you could give us a little bit of uh, uh, detail what the biggest thing Bother does that people maybe don't know about? I think it's not only so much about what Bother does. Many people don't understand or don't know what our industry does, actually. Utility tunneling is a, is a very neat and, and admirable industry, I think, uh, not just because I'm in that industry since so many years. What, what we do contributes to everybody's uh, daily life standards all around the world. Um, urbanization is, is everywhere. Um, Toronto is one of the fastest growing cities in all of North America, for example. Um, what we do is trenchless installations without cutting up any roads and whatnot of water, sewer, power and energy uh, services 
put them smoothly underground so when people get up in the morning and open the tap, they have water coming and they can do whatever business they have to do in the morning. And, <laughs> and they turn off the light switches and uh, they turn on their heat. And and we're the, I believe, we're the secret heroes, our industry, which we're proud, uh, being a proud partner in, uh, contributes to to that and, and nobody really knows that that we're around them. I kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another thing I noticed was that uh, you guys do a lot of environmentally conscious solutions and efforts. Perhaps you could maybe speak on that a little bit as well. Yeah. The technology we're using is uh, extremely environmental. Uh, we're, we're using state-of-the-art technologies that reduces CO2 emissions 50 to 70% over some other uh, installation methodologies. We're experimenting with uh, LNG generators to, to cut down our, our CO2 footprint where, wherever we, we can. Um, we're crossing uh, pristine rivers here, here in Canada for, for the energy sector without any risk of, uh, of fluid release into the rivers to, to protect the, the, the wildlife and, and fisheries in, in those rivers. Um, I think it's, uh, it's a great technology we're, we're using and we're, we're getting better and better at it uh, every day. And the, the region of North America adapts more and more uh, to that technology and, and plans more and more around it. That's that's what's driving our our success at the moment. Uh, quite honestly, I, I love to hear that. Kind of pivoting back to your career, what's what's maybe one thing that you wish you would have known when you began your career? Um, quite honestly, I, I think nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I really believe that the journey is is the the, the destination, and and as we as we walk along, we, we learn, we make decisions based on those learnings, sincere decisions. Some are right, some are wrong. If we would know it all, like many people say, I wish I was 20 again, but the knowledge of a, of a 40 or 50 year old, uh, I, I don't, that, that doesn't procrastinate with me. I'm, I really enjoyed learning every day and making the decisions I made. And as I said, some were right. Many were wrong. That's but that's how you that's how you learn and, and, and improve and you choose the path at that point in time based on what was in front of you and, and what you have learned in the past, right? Mm. Sounds like you're a constant learner. Um, yeah, you have to be. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of skill sets, though, what would you say your unique skill that's helped you become successful in your journey and career path? Um, I'm not sure if it's if it's unique, but obviously you're you hear the German accent, and uh, we're known as being stubborn and square-headed. Sometimes <laughs> I take that as a, as a positive. Quite honestly, I, I truly believe if I can think it, I can do it, and that's uh, that's what I've done all, all my life. It's it's the, the bit of stubbornness and. and getting a done mentality with that vision of, uh, as I said, if you can think it, you, you can do it. Absolutely. I think you need to have some of that stubbornness to really go after some of your uh, dreams and aspirations, just having that, hmm, 
if I could think it, I could do it. <laughs> I love that. Uh, happening. You have to, you have to, you have to chase it. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of success, what, what's, it could be per- personal or professional. What does success look like to you? Was that, what's the definition of success to you? I think see, seeing people grow in their roles and, uh, and, uh, the ability to, to make people succeed in their roles, which is uh, a tough part of, of being being a leader, uh, to, to get that right, and empowering empowering people, um, help them to strive to new heights, and, and I think that's something really really fantastic to see um, on a personal level. Seeing our six and eight year old. Uh, and help them to navigate through the challenges of of growing up, which uh, seems uh, trivial today. But uh, trying to go back in time, being six and eight again, uh, it's a tough time, right? <laughs> to, to to learn and, and get it right, and all those rules you have to follow and whatnot. I think uh, that that is a really great uh, success and and, uh, and humbling experience uh, to to help people um, to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking of growth and uh, uh, getting empowered to, to grow and be your full potential, what's maybe something that you've read or listened to that's really inspired you or it could even be a good resource that's really helped you along uh, your career path? Well, there's a couple of things. Uh, what, what, I, what I read, uh, for example, I read uh, Phil Knight's uh, Shoe Dog. Phil Knight is the founder of Nike. I read his memoirs. It was extremely, extremely inspiring to see um, the same challenges we're fighting. He had to fight to create an empire. Um, very successful global brand, obviously. Um, I read, a, for example, I read Bad, bad blood, uh, the story of uh, Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes. And that's the opposite. Of, um, if you're getting a little too cocky, then um, you can ruin your life and you can ruin your business, right? So it's, it's good to, to be aware of uh, all aspects, um, how to get it right and how not to. Um, what helped me personally is um, always having people in my life and around me that uh, call me out on my shortfalls. I think in, in leadership and in life, it's, it's what, is, what is needed to, to learn, to improve. If nobody tells you what you're doing wrong, how would you ever improve? So having people around me that were just sincerely honest, uh, in, in good and in bad, uh, is, is important and has been helpful to me. Awesome. It sounds like keeping a, a close group of people that, uh, that are able to shoot it to you straight helps, uh, helps you keep, keep honest on, in uh, your endeavors. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll try to create that environment also at the workplace. And that's not always easy. We're, if you're the CEO, people are always uh, afraid to, to speak up. I always try to encourage that. It doesn't matter which chair I'm sitting on. Just just tell me if you think I'm wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Speaking of what you're seeing as, as CEO, or it could just, again, it could be personal, uh, but what's maybe something that you're most curious about right now? Well, I'm most curious right now. I think we... Um, 
I think we, we're, we're, we're in a very strange place right now here on, on this planet. We have a, a war in the middle, in the heart of Europe, uh, just coming out of a pandemic. Hopefully we've seen the end of it. Um, the supply chain is a, is a nightmare around the world. Shelves are, are empty in some, some places. Um, I'm really curious to see how, uh, how this plays out while we all pretend to live a normal life, right? It's, it's, it's a strange <laughs> place right now, and I'm really curious to see how, how it all shakes up at the end. <laughs> no, absolutely we're still trying to figure figure out that new normal and with everything going on with the world it's uh, it seems very chaotic but uh just trying to make it through <laughs> yeah it is it is uh, it is a tough place at the moment is right <laughs> <laughs> speaking of challenges um you had mentioned when we were talking about the the books you've read with uh, phil knight shoe dog and some of the challenges uh, he went through when building his company. Um, perhaps maybe you could share one big challenge or it could even be failure. Um, although I like to call failures learning experiences, but uh, maybe it was one big challenge. Uh, and what did you learn from it? In leadership, we we probably fail every day. I would think like you, you never get it right. You always have, you always have somebody who is disappointed, who's not happy with, uh, the decision you made, uh, learning to live with that uh, disappointment and, and that failure is, is something you have to in, in, in a leadership role. Um, on a personal level, I think uh, we all we all carry our, our luggage uh, or baggage or whatever you, however you say it in English. Um, <laughs> However, at some point you have to deal with it. If you don't, you start hurting people. And uh, I think I had to learn that the hard way. I'm, I'm divorced twice and not being proud of that. I'm, I'm sure I had my fair share in that, uh, learning from that and, and starting to tackling your demons and, and work work away on your on your, your baggage is, is important. And uh, I think proud today that I, that I've done that and and managed to to get a handle on, on all those those aspects. Hmm. Yeah, I always hear that resiliency is a huge component of being a leader and uh, in business. Just being able to move forward past challenges and just keep moving on and not giving up. Uh, so I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I'd love to ask you this next question, just because uh, you had mentioned you immigrated to Canada and it would be interesting to get your perspective, but uh, how has Calgary changed from when you first started uh, to, to now? Uh, well, as I said, I came to Canada in, in 2016, um, May 2016, so just when the, the window was over, so I had no clue it's going to happen nine months later, but I experienced that. Um, Calgary has been great to me. Uh, it is a, it is a fantastic place. Uh, being a, a newcomer to Canada, you know I'm not I'm not a mountain guy. I'm, I'm not skiing. I'm not hiking. I'm a, I'm an ocean guy. But Calgary has been really fantastic to to be here, and I'm, I'm proud to call call it my home and and, and a city I lived in. Um, it has changed. Quite significantly, I would I would think. Um, obviously, Calgary is an absolute pro-business uh, uh, city, um, and it, it it's supporting of growing businesses as, as much as it can. 
Um, but if you look outside of that, uh, I like the development and the ever-evolving culinary art, music, and, and theater scene that is uh, that grew quite substantially, I think, in, in, in the time I've made its band here. Uh, it's an ever-changing phase of the city. Um, it's growing, it's growing significantly. No, um, it's, it's a good place, and I think it's heading in, in the right direction. But it's challenges, but uh, you know, we see them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. What's, what's maybe one question that you never get asked that you wish you would be asked? I think a sincere, how are you? <laughs> I, 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 I came to realize that here in Canada, people meet each other, and everybody loosely uses the, the phrase, how are you? Do you really want to know? Are you really interested? Somebody really sits and says, how are you? How do you feel? What's going on in your life? That's, I think we're all a little too shallow sometimes in those uh, intentional uh, conversations and really care about uh, the other person. How are you? Mm. Well, I can imagine what my next question would be. How are you, Peter? How is the house How are you feeling? I'm fantastic. I just come off a week vacation. <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm, I assume it's uh, at a beach or uh, ocean because you said you're an yeah, ocean we, type we, of guy. We, we went sailing, so you're right. You're, you're darn close. Yeah. We're, we're, we're a sailing family and we do it with passion. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, only a few more questions here for you. Um, what's maybe something that you're proud of that we haven't touched on so far in the interview? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm extremely proud of, of all the hardworking people here in, in, a, in our company. The last couple of years have been extremely challenging to, to everybody, to the, to the entire world. Like we're, we don't take any exception in that. Um, today we're dealing with mental health issues, stress, anxieties, all that while trying to run run a business and, and, and grow, grow a company. Uh, the stress on the people is immense, trying to figure out how to work from home. Well, now you have to see your spouse 24-7 and you have to homeschool kids while you're making meals and, and you're putting spreadsheets together, whatever it is. Like It has been extremely stressful. And, and, and our people, not only here in Canada, in our office in Australia, in the Middle East, in Singapore, wherever our people are, I'm extremely proud of of the entire organization and, and all the hardworking people that that work for us. I'm, I'm really glad to be to be a part of that team. Awesome. That's really good to hear. Uh, where can our listeners connect with you online? Um, well, I'm not really a social media guy. I'm not on Facebook or Instagram. You'll, you'll find me on, on LinkedIn or, or through our webpage uh, on, on my email, yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast, Peter. Uh, I hope you enjoyed your time here with us as well. I'm sure the listeners have, but uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. No, it's been been really fun. Thanks for having me, Joe. It was uh, was amazing. Awesome. And I'd love to end the interview with one last question. And since it's a leadership podcast, uh, what does my last question to you, Peter, is what does being a leader or leadership mean to you? Well, I think it's it's the toughest job I ever had. Quite honestly, it's a it's a daily challenge to get it right, to get it right all the time. 
but it's by far the best job I, I ever had. Uh, supporting the growth of, of our people, dealing with our clients in, in good and bad, uh, challenging myself and challenging the, the organization every day again and again to, to do the right thing. Um, yeah, that, that makes me getting up every morning and, and I love it. Hi, I'm Peter Hennig and you're listening to Joe Momo Presents. Thanks again for watching the Joe Momo Presents podcast. For more episodes, check out joemomo.com slash podcasts. All right, see you next time.